Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning us in this morning. It's kind of a drizzly morning, but you know what? It's always bound to get better. And in Wisconsin, just wait a little while. The weather will change. Uh, He's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. He's Ryan Horvath on the boards. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., and as usual, we are live and we are unrehearsed. As a matter of fact, Danny, you know, we are the only two-hour live uh, outdoor show, not in Wisconsin, but I've been thinking about this. We could be the only two-hour live outdoor show in the whole darn country. I have never heard of, I mean, I know there's radio shows like in northern Wisconsin, you know, radio stations that'll have the five- or ten-minute fishing report, hunting report, you know, where the newscaster will come on and give something for a little bit. But nothing that's two hours long, nothing that's live. Everything else is pre-recorded. Well, maybe in the world. Yeah, who knows? Wait a second. There's Hans and Franz over there in New Zealand. (laughs) I forgot about those guys. Hans and Franz. Oh, Hans and Franz, outdoors! Yeah. We will pump you up! (laughs) We are coming from... The beautiful lake. <laughs> you know, this morning, Danny, before you got here, as I was outside and I was screwing around with a couple of deer that were over there by the by the marsh area, and there was a mama and and a and a and her fawn. But the the spots had gone. But it was a small. You could tell it was the fawn. Yeah. And uh, so I was standing out there, and they're they're eating, you know, and whatever. And then I went, map, map, you know, do a couple of those, and uh, they both look up. They're looking around. All right, they don't see nothing. They go back to eating. You know, I start doing it again, right? And then they stop. They look. They're look. I kept. I was real mean to them. <laughs> they kept looking around, what? like. And then when they look over in my direction, I just stood real still. You know. Would they think you were just a, a mean big black sheep or something? I don't know. It was just hilarious. I was just laughing, you know, and I was just having a good time standing out there. You want to know? <laughs> you want to know who who is laughing more? Yeah, they were probably your neighbor. My neighbor. No, no, this is here. Outside okay. this door. The guy across the street oh, the over guy here. Across the street over here. Somebody's yeah. out there <laughs> looking out, letting their cat out the door or something, thinking, what's, oh, what, what's that what guy the doing what over is he there? Doing? Mm-hmm. But, exactly. Yeah, I just had to screw around with the deer over there. Because we always see a lot of deer around here. And uh so well, I got some apples fun. apples in my truck and I was thinking of throwing one out for them. Just one? Maybe we can set our little bait pile out there. I don't know. Is that legal, though? Probably not. Yeah, I think well, you maybe can, we could just pretend I was apple. testing my arm and seeing how far I could throw an apple. I wasn't, not like I was putting the apple out for the deer or anything right, like that. Right, yeah. 
Yeah, well, just, been, don't, just don't hit them with the apple. We got a, I got a rabbit living <laughs> under my porch Yeah, named Peter. That's Peter, unique. Peter Cottontail. <laughs> and uh, so I've been putting apples out for him. Yeah. Yeah. But you know the little greedy little guy, or ungrateful. I, I went out there yesterday, and he's sitting there, and I threw an apple, and he just sat there and kept munching his grass. Never really? touched the apple. Really? Yeah. Maybe just you wanted that green grass. Maybe you ought to switch to carrots. What, I hear that. Once the snow, co- no, they like apples better than carrots. Do they it's really? a misnomer that they're crazy. Any boy mm-hmm. who's fox-trapped rabbits in his yeah. life knows carrots. Okay, but not all apples, apples are all it, huh? day long and twice really? on Sunday. Really? Yeah, they like the apples oh. way better. Oh, okay. But I think right now he, the rabbit probably just needed a little roughage to help him go, <laughs> so he's on that green grass. But once yeah, the snow wow, flies, really? once the snow flies, he'll be loving. It. In fact, years ago, about ten years ago, I had a neighbor had a little seven-year-old daughter. She came up the stairs one cold winter day, and I said, "Watch, watch." I got a rabbit out there, and I opened the window, and it went e e e e e e and I threw an apple onto the deck, yeah. and on cue, this rabbit came running out from under the deck, ran on up, and started eating the apple, and the little girl was amazed. Really? I didn't even think that it was going to happen because I didn't think I had him conditioned that well yet. It's yeah. behavior conditioning. It's like Pavlov's dog. Yeah, yeah. So they get to the point where they hear, hear the window squeak. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that's how people get their heads ripped off at Yellowstone, Tom. Because <laughs> they they the the big grizzly gets used to the people winding down their window and handing out donuts. Oh and yeah. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? So they hear the window. Oh, they just see a window. They see a oh, car. Oh, see a window. See and a they car. Come on yeah. up. And yeah. Oh, hey, here comes some food. Did you well, you don't have anything? Well, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna lose you're your gonna left side of your that. skull. Yeah, you're gonna regret that. Don't feed the bears. Hey, speaking of <laughs> read that, the sign, people. Yeah. Did you hear or, or see that part with the guy? Uh, there was a bison in the road in one of the national parks out west, right? There's a bison, big buffalo, and those things are huge. He's in the road and it's not moving, right? And these cars want to get through, so this guy gets out of his car and he starts like. Like being a matador or something, trying to get the buffalo to move. Is he like the buffalo whisperer or something? Oh, he didn't whisper too much when that buffalo jumped on his butt. <laughs> Did it really? Oh, yeah. It charged him, attacked him, flipped him. Yeah, it hit him. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't screw around with buffaloes. Yeah. He, buffalo, got a little, buffalo got a little upset at this guy. Yeah. So, uh, what kind of tree hugger idiot would do something I know, like that? Hey? I guarantee he's not a hunter. No, he guarantees. Where's he from? California or who something? Knows, who knows? But Somebody I, thought that they could just yeah, shoo him out of the yeah, way. Shoo him out of the like way. Like some little chipmunk nope. or something in the road. Yep. Nope. He ain't gonna shoot that buffalo. And 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 yeah. It... <laughs> Did he have some frantic, hysterical wife or girlfriend? Oh, oh, I, I don't oh, remember. Oh, help him. But there was another one on YouTube that was really weird. They, You know, they got these parks. I think they're out in California where they've got wild animals, and you can drive through, and you might see them, you might not, but you dare don't dare get out of your car, You get right? your money back if you drive through well, and don't see but anything. But you drive through, and there's wild animals, right? Well, You can do that right down guy, the road here. Hey, but the guy— On my bike trail. A woman, excuse me, a woman gets out of her car, and I can't remember the reason why she gets out of her car, and a Bengal tiger— Runs over, grabs her, and starts dragging her into the wooded area. 
Where, <laughs> now, where is this park? There's there's a it's, couple of parks out west that this is they got in the wild, US. Yeah, they got wild animals and you can drive it's through. It's like a big giant fenced in thing. Yeah. So they got tigers yeah. and stuff yeah, they running got all around. Kinds of stuff. You just drive through it kind of like on a safari thing, you know, you drive through. Sometimes you see that's them, so sometimes stupid, you don't. It shouldn't be allowed. I know. I agree. Well, that's Next because they're stupid you know, people. You don't get out well, of your even car. Even stupid people are even running something like that. <sighs> what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. out there? You want to yeah, see a tiger... Bengal tiger? Watch the National Geographic. Yeah, that was on, it was on YouTube. The tiger just comes up and she's standing by her car with the car door open. It comes over and grabs her and starts dragging her away. Now, people <coughs> behind them went out and scared the tiger or whatever. I don't know. I, that'd be crazy. But uh, I don't know if she if she died or not. I don't know if he ate her. I, I don't remember exactly. Well, he didn't eat her because well, I don't know. people came and... Well, I don't you know, know if that if yeah, at least he let her go they or, or what. mangled I don't corpse know. back to the car. Yeah, yeah I don't Saturday know. Saturday morning. Let's at least probably <laughs> yeah, I know. make it up that she had some <laughs> they hope. Probably had to have someone else drive the car home. Have that's, someone come and collect the yeah, body. She, that's you mean, weird. You mean she wasn't driving home after being attacked? Had to make some phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> well, she Mary, Mary got attacked by yeah. a tiger today. She's unable to uh, little bit steer of bad, the steering little wheel. Little bit of bad news. Seeing as her yeah. arms were ripped off by a tiger. Yeah, wild <laughs> animals, are, you stay away from them. That's... Well, you know the uh, man-eating lions of Savo, which yeah. they made the movie about the ghost in right. the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The That's ones cool. that were, you know, chowing down on all the... Indian coolies. Right, right. Yeah. They didn't really worry about it much. Their 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 attitude was coolie come, coolie go. But lots of coolies got killed building mm-hmm. that railroad in uh because of the lions. Because of the lions. And now was they, that just one lion? It was a pair of a pair of and they're both mounted at the Chicago Museum. Oh really? Uh, those lions mm-hmm. they were so uh and I read the book. Um yeah. I've got the book. And uh they, the lions had escaped so many ways that the local natives thought that they couldn't be killed. They thought that they were actually witch doctors uh, imbi- Trans- transforming, transforming into, into the body of yeah. a lion. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and it, it, and it was pretty, pretty eerie. But if you read the book, uh, they brought in this guy, I believe Colonel Patterson. He shot the first one with a three oh three Enfield, which is little more than a 7-millimeter, 175-grain yeah, yeah. bullet. Yeah. 2,400 feet per second, something like that. Uh, the what part where he, he actually did get hit by an owl and fall down, pretty fascinating story. But I think there were two males, and I think there were maneless males. Really? They didn't have male. And, and it was very strange, though. They found the cave where uh, they they were all kinds of human bones and stuff. Oh, so like, these lions weren't acting like regular lions, yeah, yeah. hence the witch doctor thing. Yeah. But, but they pale in comparison with the man-eating ti- uh, tigers, in India, which uh, the hunter Jim Corbett had to go mm-hmm. and get, and those 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 tigers were like unbelievably stealthy and killed unbelievable oh. numbers of people there. You know, I saw a thing on YouTube how high those Bengal tigers can jump. You know, those people they'll go out with they'll be on elephants, mm-hmm. and they'll be walking through the area where the elephants are, and they got this one video where this Bengal tiger jumps so high it almost gets the guy who's on top of the elephant. Almost yeah. gets him. I mean, that he, that's pretty high up there, you know? It's all fun and games till a tiger jumps on yeah, top of t- your elephant. So you now, really get one well, upset. Well, ask those guys at that one zoo. <laughs> those, what, those one stupid kids that were throwing rocks or kind of like teasing that one tiger at the oh, zoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it jumped out of the moat. Uh, jumped out of, yeah. Oh. So the engineers at the old zoo had to say, 
we need a bigger moat. Yeah, we gotta re- <laughs> we gotta re- we gotta kind of redesign this. Redesign. We it. had the uh, bigger fences. Yeah, we had <laughs> the, uh, the Carl Lewis of tigers there, the Bob Beeman of tigers making a higher jump than we thought. Here's a true story, Danny, about wild animals and how you don't mess with them, even though you think you can. Years ago on Outdoor Wisconsin, we had a gal on this show. Uh, she did segments on the show. Her, I'm just going to use her first name, Linda. And she worked at the zoo, okay? She did segments for Outdoor Wisconsin, but she worked at the zoo. Like nobody can narrow it down there, right? Right. right. Linda that worked yeah, at the zoo yeah, that right. was on yeah, the show. Right. Years. So, so anyway, a lot of those. <laughs> so anyway, she... <laughs> it was just on the yeah, show. One of her like jobs... At least eight Lindas. Yeah, one of her jobs... That appeared on the show. Yeah, one of her jobs was to feed the chimpanzees. Now, what you had to do was you had... By their cages, where you would feed them, there was a, a sliding like feed little door. The monkey. Yeah, you pull it out. You put their fruits, and they put their vitamins in with the fruits. Okay, and then they would push it in, and then the chimpanzees would take it. And they said, "You never, ever, ever stick your hand in there." Well, she'd been doing this for years, thinking that, "Oh, these chimpanzees, they love me. I love them." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So she sticks her hand in there to feed them the stuff. The one chimpanzee grabs her right hand, grabs it. Bites off her index finger, right? And then while holding her hand and not letting go, and she's screaming, trying to pull. But these things are strong. He's holding her hand, mm-hmm. and he grabs that piece of finger that he just the whole finger he bit off, and, yeah. And he's sniffing on it while the blood is squirting out of her bitten off appendage. Well, finally she got her arm back, and then they had to do a operation. Yeah. And you know, to tell you the truth, the way they sewed it up. You, you, unless you really look close, you, you, you didn't realize that that index finger was gone. But you had to, you had to just really look at her hand and notice. Oh, you only have three fingers and a thumb instead of four. The way they sewed it up along the edge, you know, there. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But yeah, she had her finger bit so off. So that by was an chip. outdoor Wisconsin. No, no, it wasn't on the show. No, she was work. She worked there. So while she was working, she was feeding a chimpanzee by hand, which you were never supposed to do. Even though you know you you known them for years and you think, but had outdoor Wisconsin gone there and filmed? Is no, that no, you, no. Oh, you no, had no. no connection. No, no. Yeah, the the show didn't go there and film. She just worked on the show. She worked she, on your show on outdoor Wisconsin. Yeah, she plus she, she worked at the zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. so she so she did segments for the show. You know, but Hopefully her regular job was at have the zoo. To do a lot of computer and, uh, work where I, she needed to use I, that finger I, anymore. I, she had a good sense of humor. And and the card I sent her, it had a monkey picking its nose, and you open it up, and it says, "I picked this one just for you." And then I said, "I guess." And then I wrote in there, "I guess you won't be doing that with your right index finger anymore." <laughs> she, like I said, she, it, I knew she had a good sense of humor, so she would find it funny. But somebody else, I might not have done that right. But she was, she was okay. She was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never. So, but. Never yeah. trust the monkey, yeah, I ne- say. Yeah, never trust them. But it's anyway, like Jurassic Park, you know, like the dinosaur trainers in the long run, they think the raptors are their friends. Oh but... yeah, no way. Uh uh-uh, uh, they ain't your friends, buddy. No, no. You, Even you, you know, you're giving them food, you're training them so they like you because you're giving them something. Right. But if you they don't, don't like have... you enough to jump in the cage with no. them. No, and if you don't <laughs> give them enough food, they're gonna eat you. They're gonna eat you. Yeah, we gotta go to a break. Uh yeah, what is I gonna tell you? Oh, you can uh, call it's us. Kind of like at... entitlements. Yeah. <laughs> 
You can call He's us at 414 like 799-1250. That's 799-1250. Got any questions or comments? Want to join the show? And don't forget, you can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. We'll be right back with more. So. Danny's going old school. This is one of my favorites. It is. Classic, man. The grassroots. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter <laughs> Supply. Cutting edge outdoors where you will hear, hear what you will hear nowhere yeah. else. I, I think yeah. that was three years in yeah. a row. I, I like that, Danny. I like it when you go old school yeah. with some of that stuff. Old school. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Some classic of that stuff, classic man. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The grassroots. They all had Hang those tight. We got more haircuts. coming today. Soldier. What's that? I said, hang tight. We got oh. more coming. More yeah, and October 20th, you know, you're not going to be here October 20th, you were just telling me. Are you going to be fishing the Three Charlies tournament? Is that why? No, Il Guapo. <laughs> Dan Dan will be up with his crossbow trying oh. to shoot a trophy buck. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, taking a couple days because, uh, well... Got no school Friday, got no school Monday, so I'm going to take That's off nice. and do like yeah. a little three-day yeah. hunt with the crossbow yeah. and see if I can uh, see if I can plug a deer. Oh, got and, a story, though, fishing story. Yeah. Remember last week I was talking about uh, stream brown trout? We were mm-hmm. talking about, you know, how beautiful these trout are, mm-hmm. and if you ever caught one, you know, you really wouldn't want to, you know— Keep it just to right, eat it. Right, yeah, yeah, because they're so pretty, yeah, whatever. Okay. So anyway, I went up to uh, work on my deer stand there in Monroe County, and uh, there is a trout stream that runs right through the marsh, through the property there. Mm-hmm. And uh, around deer season, every year I'll tiptoe up to the edge, and oftentimes if the water's high enough, there's a little culvert that goes under a road, you'll see a, a trout, several trout sometimes will go darting off. Okay. A couple of years ago, there was a pretty good size one. looked like it might be even 15 inches or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, my brother Tim went up to help me work on the on that stand. And uh, it's funny, great minds think alike, because I almost brought a little rod and reel with me, because mm-hmm. the trout season goes till October 15th. Mm-hmm. And with all the high water and rain that we've had, I thought maybe those trout would be up in that pool. It's kind okay. of like, I guess the trout in the winter migrate into some of the deeper holes. So they'll okay. kind of migrate on up. So this is, you know, middle of a farm field. So he actually bought his trout stamp and brought a little rod and reel, with some little worms. And uh, he he texted me when I was working on my stand, he texted me a picture of a beautiful 14-inch brown trout that he'd caught. Yellow belly on it. Really? And, uh, yeah. In fact, he caught like three or four, lost a couple, and it was his last cast. He figured he'd pretty much work that hole over, but there was a log downstream a little bit with mm-hmm. a little bit of a hole there, so he cast right by that log, and that's where he got the big, the bigger brown. Yeah. And uh, he mm. said he was so excited, he just real quick dragged it up, yeah. and then he tried to take a picture of it in the leaves. Yeah. He's got a cheap flip phone like me, so God, for he can't even get a decent... Mm-hmm 
picture. But he took a picture and sent sent it to me, which on my flip phone I could hardly see. Yeah. <laughs> but it looked good. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, yeah. he let it he let them all go. Mm-hmm. And he said his wife would have been bummed because she likes to eat trout. Yeah. And of course they're delicious. But I mean, for what little meat that you get to have those beautiful mm-hmm. now, brown trout weren't native to North America, were they, Tom? I think they I think they came from Europe, I think. I think so. I think it was Europe. But yeah. I'm thinking that trout like there now probably would be naturally reproducing brown trout in that stream if they've been there. Oh, yeah, far. I bet you. Oh, sure. I'm sure the DNR doesn't stack, stock them in all little streams and whatever. Yeah, I bet you I'm it is natural. I'm just kind of curious. Sure. Uh, some, uh, our trout, sure our fly is. fishermen, trout fishermen mm-hmm. would know more, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know the name of that stream that goes through there. I'm sure hmm. I could find out. Yeah, I, I thought that he'd catch some brooks, brookies, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, but brown trout. It's brown his trout first are, he's ever caught. Yeah, those are those are pretty prevalent around Wisconsin. Yeah, brown trout. Uh, my brother in law would know. He yeah. uh my brother in law, he uh he fishes all these trout streams and this and that. And matter of fact, he he was going through a farmer's field and speaking of the buffalo charge, he had to climb a tree. <laughs> Why? What did he get charged by? A big bull. How come? Because he was on the bull's field. Oh, does a bull need a reason? Uh, I was, I was, and uh, so oh, he had ahead. to wait, wait it out till the you know bull evidently went and looked for a cow somewhere, got tired. So you he know, climbed a tree to get away from the bull. Correct. Really? Fortunately, are you being serious right now? Unlike chimps, <laughs> I'll tell you, bulls I, can't climb. I really. Right. He's fortunate that wasn't a chimp. Yeah. So what did he do? Just wait it out? Like does the does the bull take a nap or something? He's still in a tree. We're waiting for him to come. <laughs> he's just sending, he's right sending, sending us postcards. I happened uh, years ago. I ended up in a in a penned area, large area, with a bull with the ring through its nose, big big animal, and uh, I did not know that it was there. We were making a shortcut. We were goose hunting, and we were making a shortcut. I was with this guy who supposedly knew what he was doing. He was an older fellow. He was my brother's boss at the time. Right. And uh, so then when we noticed that there's a bull, and it's got its feet, you know, where, where it's scraping the dirt in front of him, you know. Does yeah. that mean they're trying to get ready to get better traction I, I, before they get their charge? I, I, I kind of think, yeah. so. think so. Maybe. Yep. And, I wouldn't want to uh, find out. You know what the guy said to me? What? Run. He, he said, <laughs> no, he says, Get on your hands and knees. Make like a cow. I no, even... I'm running. I just took off. Yeah, I, I even know what climbed that over the fence. I not make like a cow. Right. I'm gonna be that bull's. You know what? B word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make like a cow and, and and turn the other way. Yeah, yeah. no way. Exactly. Uh, uh, Get the hell out no, of there, man. I'm running like to save my life. I, he didn't charge or anything. Uh, and then well, I start running, and the guy, the older guy with me, he started running to him. My, uh, he didn't charge us, but still, I would, I'm not gonna take my no grandfather, chances. My grandfather. My grandfather. <laughs> got gored, gored by a bull up really? there on the farm in Douglas County. Ooh. Yeah, the story was he came home from church, and he was wearing his suit and tie, and he went out, and for some reason the bull the bull uh, charged and was actually had him on the ground and was goring him, and Charlie, the hired hand, ran out with a pitchfork and actually uh, drove the bull away. Really? Wow. Well, and evidently it wasn't too good on See, Grandpa Bush's oh, no. Sunday suit. I can imagine. You, you know, nowadays what they do a lot of time with these bulls because they do grow, they cut the horns off when they're younger. They cut the horns to, so that it's just a square stubble that doesn't grow real long with a point on it. Yeah, they cut the horns off. They can still do their job with the cows, but 
you know, less chance of them. They can still kill you with their hooves, you know. They can beat you with those things. Less work for bulls these days, though, because they've got the artificial insemination thing going. So you're going to see more and more unemployed bulls out there. I I, I wouldn't want that job. The Trump economy isn't helping the old bulls have a job. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't want that job. (laughs) Hey, Danny, we got to go to— Would you like to be a bull and have that job? No, a bull inseminator. No, I don't— yeah, oh, I mean, a cow inseminator. I, I, okay, I thought. I saw no, my I don't want to, uh, I a buddy of mine that. was on a dairy farm. I watched him do it one time. Did you? Yeah. Put the rubber glove all yeah. the way up to his <laughs> shoulder, and we watched in amazement. I didn't even uh, drink beer at the time, but had I. That made you a drinker? I would have had six. <laughs> oh, God. All right, You're we got to go. I don't want that job. When we come back, we're going to be doing uh, the gut report. And then don't forget, after the 645 break, we will do the Hornschwoggle this week, brought to you by Cubby Mini Mites. We'll be right back with more folks. He's Dan. I'm Tom. He's Ryan. Call us at 799 1250 if you'd like. We'll be right back with more. I got to. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Hey, do you, do you, do you like mac and cheese? Who doesn't like mac and cheese besides Ryan? <laughs> my nephew loves yeah, yeah. mac and cheese. Uh, and you can go to a five-star yeah. restaurant and ask little Cody yeah. what he wants. Mac Macaroni and cheese. And cheese. I well, used to do that with chicken tenders. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a lot of mac and cheese recipes out there. You can buy it in a box. You can whatever, make it homemade. But here is one that is so easy, especially if you like a spicy mac and cheese. This is so easy, folks. Mm-hmm. You take your favorite noodles, okay, you cook those up. And do you know what Tostitos brand salsa con queso is? It's that yellow, cheesy, thick stuff yes. that you dip stuff in, right, yes. that's kind of spicy. Yeah, yellow, cheesy, spicy. You just, you just dump some of that in as much as you want, stir that up. It's a spicy mac and cheese. It's creamy. It's delicious. It's great if you like it a little spicy. It, it, it's great. It's so easy. As a matter of fact, i got to make some more this week. That's <laughs> the, the recipe? That was it. I'm telling you, it's the easiest thing in the world for Put mac and cheese. You don't some have- of that stuff in? Do you use the regular it? cheese stuff, too? No, and no. Add that or only just that? Only that. That's all you need. That's all you need. I'm serious. Try it. It's so simple. That <laughs> is the most expensive mac and cheese you'll have because those bottles of stuff yeah, are not cheap. They're five bucks only. Five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah, but you and can And you get, don't use the whole bottle. But for like a buck, you can just get the regular macaroni and cheese without the spicy well, stuff. Well, you can. Well, but you got a lot the, of money. But this is really good. Yeah, right. No, you're the wealthy landowner. Wealthy single straight white orphaned <laughs> landowners from Douglas County. Yeah. Don't spend five bucks on mac and cheese, though, let me <laughs> no. tell you. Well, you will love it, folks. Anyway, the Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly! Ryan, do you want to hear my mac and cheese deluxe <laughs> recipe? Yeah, let me know. From college? Yeah, sure. Put a can of tuna in there with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. The the mac and then and cheese? You got, you got your carbs and you got your protein right there. That sounds like... Um, oh, it's good. Sounds it's like tuna cheap, helper. You can make a huge plate <laughs> tuna in helper. college, you know, yeah. as hungry as you were. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to do the ramen noodles. Yeah. Never, never filled me up, though. No. No. Never. Hey, I got something for you, hunters. You're going to love it. 
This is something new, Danny. You gotta, you gotta like do this. it. I love it. But Can't get enough. You, anybody who has an iPhone or an Android phone, okay, one of those smartphones, iPhone or Android, mm-hmm. there's an app. It's called Hunt Wild W I S. Hunt yeah. Wild Wisconsin. Hunt Wild W I S. You go on that app. You sign up for this app. It's a free app by the DNR, and they will show you on the app. You know, you just click on areas mm-hmm, that you want to look mm-hmm. at your area, and they will show you areas that are open for public hunting, where they have stocked what, where they have planted. Like for an example, uh, in the area, can't tell you where, but not too far from here, the DNR stocked uh, planted sunflower seeds, and this is on the app. They planted the sunflower seeds, and you know what bird loves sunflower seeds are doves. Guess what's a lot? Guess a couple people I know are hunting for doves there because there's a lot of doves because they're eating the sunflower seeds. But you go on this app, Hunt Wild WIS, and you just click on your area, just look around, and they'll show you places where it's public hunting, what kind, what they, what they've stocked there. They'll tell you what they've stocked, where they've stocked it, uh, or what they planted or whatever. Pheasants, so, stuff like that. Like pheasants and whatever, uh, yeah. whatever. So this is this is pretty neat because there are areas, believe it or not, close by to where people live that they don't so, realize it's public hunting. When are we going to get rid of our flip phones, Tom, and get uh, with the program? I'm never going to get rid of it. Matter if, of fact, here we're I, talking about something other people can do. Yep. Yet we don't do it ourselves. <laughs> no, I'm going to. As a matter of fact, I think I want to get even a smaller flip phone. What? Even smaller, like the one I, the, like the one we had before. You can't see now the we one have, you got now, now. I don't need to see anything. No, mine's as small as it was before. Mine is, and mine's a little bit bigger. Here, I'll show you. Huh? See, this one's a little bit bigger than that little one I had. Yeah, well, you didn't go to U.S. Cellular like me. Yeah, I did. This is from them. I got mine up in uh, Sparta yeah, this is from them. during deer season. So. When my mine broke in half in the tree stand, oh. and then I went into Sparta, and they were actually putting the they they, they hadn't even opened yet. They had oh yeah, you com- told the us. construction <laughs> guys, yeah. and but and they I took care of you. Order, they took care of me by yep. golly. So yeah, go to the U.S. Cellular in Sparta. It's right by the Walmart. They'll take care of you if you're driving 180 miles away. Speaking we, of hunting, Tom, yeah, I believe we, the youth hunt is going on this weekend. So if you are going to be venturing a field. I believe it will be required for you to wear blaze orange, whether you're hunting bungee rabbits, yeah. the wily tree rats, or uh, whatever you're going to be hunting. Um, I think you should probably wear blaze orange. You could check your I, regulations online. I'd wear it anyway. Well, yeah. I would wear it anyway. Yeah. I just don't so trust You don't that. want anybody uh, Yeah, with the youth hunt. So, yeah, yeah. make sure you got your blaze yeah. orange. And uh, another very exciting event going on today, Tom. What's um, that? Well, I wish I'd known about this earlier. I might have participated. You know, I used to do the Bastille Days run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being as I got myself in top-notch physical shape this summer, yep. but it's starting to go fast <laughs> now that I'm not, I'm getting lazy. Um, they got a, uh, Lake Geneva, they got a zombie run. Mm. Uh, they got a zombie run going on today at the Bigfoot State Park from 3.30 to 8. I think the run starts at like 5. And then they have an awards thing at six, and people run dressed up like jo- zombies, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a trail run, a 5K. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I figured I could maybe go meet some hot zombie chicks or something. <laughs> you know, I figured maybe they got kind of wild 
Oh, you got somebody on the line, Ryan? Oh, yeah. Al wants to talk to us. Hey, all righty. Al, what's shaking, Al? Good morning, Al. Al shook me all night long is on the line. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing today? All right. What's up, Al? Hey, Bushy, I was just listening to you. The exception to the highly visible clothing, because now they include pink, is waterfall hunters. Okay. They are the only ones that do not require, they're required to wear highly visible clothing. Okay. And uh, Yeah, otherwise those ducks would see you. Well, whatever the case may be, yeah, I've 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 shot him with a red with a red sweatshirt on, so sometimes it doesn't really matter. But uh, well, didn't they uh, didn't a waterfowl hunter get shot last year or something though, or vice versa? Yeah, he was he was field hunting out in the field, and uh, a guy saw something move and thought it was a deer laying down and plugged him. So yeah, you, know, you take you take a risk every time you walk out the door. So. I guess you know. even if I were waterfowl hunting today, uh, I would still always stressing safety. I would still wear a blaze orange vest. Yeah, you got to have some blaze orange on. If I go to Vernon Marsh or some other place, I always have some blaze orange with me that I can tuck away when the hunt starts. But you know, there's enough people out there that uh, just get a little excited, and you know the old saying, the old guys used to say, "Brush shots," you know, shoot at noise in the bush, but. Hopefully that doesn't happen very much anymore. Yeah, I guess. We're also talking about new iPhones and Androids and everything else. My question to you guys is, did you change the app for this radio station? I have been unable to download and listen to it on my phone for the last, well, few weeks to a month. We'll 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 defer to Ryan on this one, Ryan. Yeah, Yeah. the app has changed. Uh, No longer does that uh, 105.7 FM, the fan app, work. We switched over to radio.com. I'm a big uh-huh. fan of it, actually. And you can listen to literally any intercom station uh, on the planet. So sometimes I catch up with my uh, New York yeah. media. But yeah. So it's radio.com. 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 That's so I don't have to watch it try and buffer for yeah. three hours. And I was going to say, Good. that's the thing, is it works uh, much better, too. You'll have no issues with it. Radio.com. And then just look us up, 105.7 FM, The Fan. You can listen live, and then you could also go back and get the podcast of this show. All the podcasts are on there, too. Wow. And, and now one other question for uh for Danny and, and Tom. I know Dan, you still guide every now and again. Tom, do you still guide from time to time? Nope. Okay. He's nope. retired. Well well Danny, we gotta get together. Uh the Waukesha County Conservation Alliance is going to be sponsoring warriors, wounded warriors and army and um military veterans and we want to uh pay for guided fishing trips and pheasant hunts and so forth for these gentlemen. So I'm trying to get a list of guides together so we can try and, you know, make the connection to get some of these guys out of their house and out into the wild again. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. I, uh, uh, now I got my boat put away for this year now, but yeah, uh, you typically do put white jaw away. White jaws put away. I'm getting ready to go climb a tree and be one with nature. Uh-huh. But, yeah, well, let me know. That'd be fine. Yeah, maybe me yeah, and you that's... could take a veteran, uh, do some musky trolling next year. We got we were out with Jane last year. We got a couple, didn't, didn't we? Yep. Yep, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And we'll have to we'll have to see if we can't get together and shoot some yard chickens, see if well, you can outshoot me this year. Yeah, that ain't going to happen, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm still going to try and blast a couple, by gosh. There's always a chance, Dan. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, 
You guys have a great day. All right. All right. Thanks, Al. See ya. Bye now. All right, we got to go to a break, and right now we need a contestant for the Hornschwoggle brought to you by Cubby Mini Mites. You will – well, Danny will give you a I'll choice explain. of what you can have. So just we'll call, explain, yeah. Lucy, when we come back. Right, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Be a contestant in Hornschwoggle. Win a nice prize. We'll be right back with Danny Bush, me, Tommy Neubauer, and Ryan Horvath producing. We'll be – and where are we? We are on uh, – what are we on? 12.50 a.m. and 105.7 f.m. Catch us either way. We'll be right back. To the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. 799-1250, hunting, fishing reports, whatever you want to talk about, most everything. And uh, we've got our Hornschwoggle uh, segment right now. Do we have a lucky contestant, Ryan? Yes, we do. We have Mark on the line. Okay, good morning, Mark. How are you doing? Hi, Mark. Doing great. How okay. are you guys? Doing good. Good. So here's, you know how it works. If I make a false statement, it it's a hornswoggle. If I speak, make a true statement, it's no hornswoggle. So here we go. Uh, pheasant hunting. We were just talking with uh, Quick Draw McGraw, uh, Mr. Al, <laughs> shoot him fast, shoot him quick, shook. He likes to pheasant hunt. And uh, so when pheasant hunting, magnum shot shells, magnum shotgun shot shells. Uh, are absolutely essential when pheasant hunting. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? That's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. Very good. Al does not says you don't use a 20-gauge. You don't have to always have that. Okay, so you're one for one. Here we go. The bonded bullet, the famous Nosler bonded bullet, was invented by Mr. Lewis Hickenlooper in 1945. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. <laughs> two for two. Let's see if you get the... Uh, no, actually, the Nosler bonded boot was by a guy okay. named Nosler. Yeah. Um, and goose, goose breasts, can be made into delicious hot sticks at Bucky's Fine Meats in McGuanagall. That's uh, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. There we go. All right, so All here's right. the deal. This week's sponsor is Cubby Mini Mite, so you got a choice. You can either get this super deluxe, really cool Cubby Mini Mite hat. It is really cool with embroidered Mini Mite on the bill. Or a pack of Mini Mites. Which would you prefer? I'd give me a pack of Mini Mites. All right. That's spoken like a true fisherman. Okay. We'll right. send this out to you. And thanks for, uh, for listening. Thanks for playing. All right. Well, thanks, Mark. Week, you guys nope, All right, thank thanks, you very man. much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Okay. we uh, Yeah, we want to thank Cubby for... Donating some stuff for a while for the Hornschwaggle. Uh, anyway, on, uh, here's an email from Adam. <clears throat> he okay. says, on last week's show, you were discussing sucker rigs and bobbers. Yep. I have found a good old-fashioned happy birthday balloon works great. When working structure or a weed line back and forth, they will begin to track almost like a planer board, much different than the traditional European slip float, which tracks straight behind the boat. Just my two cents. Have a great day. That was from Adam. What do you think about that? Well, Tom, 
as a kid, I always had a problem having enough lung power blowing up those balloons. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> okay. Maybe it was because of the asthma that I had. Yeah. So if I can maybe get one of those little balloon blower upper things, right? Don't they have a balloon blower upper that they have for parties? Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, they got a well, thing they put it on, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. Well, yeah. well, wait a second. Would it have to be a helium balloon or a? I think just with regular. Air? I think just a regular balloon. But 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 kind. think about it, Tom. What if you had helium in that balloon? Think of the movement you'd get. It would float above the water. The sucker would well, be pulling it down. You know. But it maybe it'd be a tug of war between the balloon <laughs> and the soccer, providing a j- up and down jigging yeah, action. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe you're onto something here. I wonder if you I can market. market that. Yeah, market maybe that. we can talk to uh, is it Frank at Cubby Cubby Lures yeah. and and maybe we can have the balloon that'll say when you blow it up says Cubby yeah, on it. Yeah, or Mini Mite. Yeah, yeah. We could yeah. we could sell advertising space on those balloons. Yeah. You know what I found out talking to him yesterday? Guys make millions off ideas, I Tom. I know. That are sound just as dumb as this one. <laughs> well, maybe not quite as dumb. Well, but anyway, I was talking to Frank the other day, and he said, uh, he asked if uh, at Sherpers and at Smokies if we carry Cubby Mini Mite 2s. They're just a little bit bigger than the Mini Mite 1, you know, than the regular Mini Mite. And I said, no, not really. And he says, oh. I said, do you sell many? He says, oh, yeah, we sell tons of them. I said, well, down south, you know, like in Tennessee, Kentucky, where they got a lot of bigger crappies in that. Right. He says, no, right here in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, and all that. And I said, really? You sell a lot of those mini my twos? He says, oh, yeah. So guess what I'm going to be putting in at both stores next spring? Well, mini my twos. I think <laughs> that is a secret bait for uh, Door County Smallmouth. Yeah. For Door County Smallmouth and for walleyes. Yeah. I think that's that's a real sleeper out there. Yeah. And uh, now they also, I don't know if they still make the Mini Mite 3. It's a much bigger one. But I was uh, very frank with Frank. (laughs) No pun intended. But I said when when, years ago when he gave me some of those, I never caught a darn fish on a Mini Mite 3. I have caught them on Mini Mite 2s. And a lot of them on the regular mini Do you mites. think because the thickness of the plastic it didn't quite have the it, uh, action that oh, the smaller the ones one? have? Yeah, yeah I, it, it just didn't seem right. Even though, you know, he has a patent on that tail. Uh, what if you made like an 8-inch one, like a musky size one I, or pike that you could for neutral I, fish? I, that I you... actually drafted uh, 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 draw, draft drawings, okay, of musky type mini mites. Okay, but with the tail being split in fours, in fourths, so that you'd have some movement back there. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, kind of like a Medusa type. Yeah, kind of like a Medusa type thing, only with the mini mite tail instead of the curly tail. So, right. Anyway, uh, but uh, I haven't seen it on the market no, yet. No, he Tom. didn't want it. He didn't want to do that. He didn't no, want to do he, it. No, you know, sometimes you know, if you got a good thing going, it's like why change? You know. Why, why switch if you got a good thing going? And he has kept so busy with the mini mites that, you know, it's like, nah, not going to change, you know, not going to switch over. So anyway, uh, I know Ryan took off. we got a few more minutes before we get to the hey, top uh, of the before hour. Before we forget. Yep. The, uh, I brought that up before. I thought you were going to jump on that. Oh, the <laughs> John Lehman the, Memorial, yeah. Three Charlies, yeah. Muskie Invitational. Yeah. Pewaukee Lake. Saturday, October 20th, 
And uh, we're hoping to get a field of 50 boats out there and half the proceeds go back to stocking the lake. And it's a great tournament, 150 entry per boat. So you get two guys, that's $75 each. And uh, what you can do is go out to uh, Smokey's Musky Shop, get a copy of the entry form. Do they have the entry forms online, Tom? I don't think so. I well, think you have to go to Smokey's or at least call them and leave an address. Today's world, everything's you know online. It'd be nice to be able to just go online, be able to fill it out and click send. You know what? I think we got technology in, in, who, in the world today yeah. that we can do this. Stuff. Who do you got? We'll go to them real quick. Kentucky Pete. Hey, oh. Kentucky hey, Pete. Kentucky Pete, you got about a minute. Okay, I'll, I'll try to be quick and, and helpful because, unfortunately, not uh, not any fish in the boat this week. Really? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been tough out there. Um, water temperatures last weekend were sixty. Uh, today they're down to fifty six. Oh, in, uh, yeah. in the deeper lakes, uh, the shallower lakes were down the. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. And every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. That's right, John. Today is Saturday. This is WSSP and 105.7 FM. So you must be on the crazy train. I hope you have your tickets punched ready for the next hour. Every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m., we come to you live. We come to you unrehearsed. We, We come to you with a lot of weird stuff. I want to thank the people that are on the train with us right yeah, now. We want to yeah. thank the men in blue out there patrolling, protecting us. Uh, we support our local law enforcement, all law enforcement, with the men, the first responders, those firefighters and all those people, yep. and uh, the uh, military. We support you guys. Thanks for all the hard work. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Well, we, we are... Uh supporting type people here. And shout out to my buddy Bob Hayes and Tim Coleman. I'm sure they're listening in Madison today. Okay. Hey, Danny, we were just talking about this. Folks, if you want to download an application for the John Lehman Memorial Three Charlies Muskie Tournament on on October 20th on Pewaukee Lake, just go to SmokiesMuskieBaitAndTackle.com. Go to click on Specials. It's up on the top there on the toolbar. Click on specials, and they'll have the entry form, and you can download it. So, See? There it is. See, Tom? Looking right at it. Yep. Told you. You're right. It was. You can do it so they can they can download it. Yep. And then they could then they could fill it in and mail it in. Mm-hmm. I wonder, is it in a yep. PDF form, though, where you can actually fill it in and send it e- online? E- email it back? Ah. I don't know if you Come can on, do that. Is that technology available? I, I keep getting so. forms I, all the time where I work, you know, I, and they send it, and yeah, it's in I a format, and you got to type no. it in, and then I think you can this send one, it. You just print it off. Fill We're it not out, quite there yet, and folks. Send it in yeah. next year, however. Maybe, maybe. You never know. 
Uh, I We're think, moving right along with that. Yeah, we are. I technology. think Ryan's got a couple of phone callers for us here. But so uh, what? Who cares? Yeah, so what? Who yeah, cares? Yeah, it's just that a wrong that, number. That was John's line, wasn't it? So we what, had that all one all day. We, we had that as a theme for the whole show. Yeah. Someone would call in, hey, yeah. who is this? They go, John. We'd all go, so what? Who cares? <laughs> what do you got, Ryan? Uh, well, actually, we had a call earlier, um, and a guy wanted me to ask you guys for a quick commentary on a wax museum. Huh? I thought you guys would know. On no. a wax museum? On the wax museum. I have. Where is the wax museum? Where is it? Oh, man. Well, the one in California. I, I was like, "Do you want to come on?" Because I'm kind of confused a little bit, you know. And see, I, I run the phone calls while up here running the board, and I don't want to interrupt you guys. Right, right. Because right. we and got so, important yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, here. I was like, "You want to yeah. come on and talk about it?" And he goes, "No, I don't want to come on. I just wanted a quick commentary. It's 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 a local." Yeah, I don't here really, in Milwaukee. I would guess, man. You I mean, the wax I don't think he's talking about a wax museum in Wyoming. Some pub to go watch the game at or something? Or, or maybe you go in there and go wax on, wax off. <laughs> you ever seen the movie House of Wax? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seen that. I don't really yeah. know where I was going with that. But anyway, that's all yeah. I got, guys. Yeah. I think okay. I saw House of Wax. I'm so, typing here, so don't bother me. Okay. Sounds good. A <laughs> um, couple of uh, other activities that are going on today. Uh, Adopt a Sturgeon is going on up in Kiwani from 9 to 3 at their uh, fish hatchery. Mm-hmm. October 13th, next Saturday, uh, they're going to have sp- uh, salmon spawning demonstrations at the Racine facility. That'll be from 9 to 3. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for somewhere to take your kids, pretty much if you go to the DNR website, there's something going on every weekend. I mentioned the zombie run at the state park. There's... There's something going on if you at just about all these state parks. You look, mm-hmm. I think there's a run going on at Potawatomi uh, State oh, really? Park as well. So there's lots of activities if uh, you're looking for something to do. Or you can go fishing or hunting. You can do that. Yeah, or you can just lay in bed and listen to us talk about hunting and fishing. Uh, pink salmon. Have you ever heard of pink salmon? Yeah, um, I think those are the... Is a pink salmon and a sockeye salmon, are those the same thing? That's why I'm asking you, because um, apparently some pink salmon have been showing up in the Peshtigo River. Really? And in some other, um, I think I heard of some even down here by McKinley. So I I think the DNR, seems to me I read something way back when, that the DNR was going to be stocking some pink salmon. Oh, okay. Okay. And maybe it is a sockeye salmon. See, that... Boy, from from watching some stuff for you know guys fishing in Alaska on some of those rivers when they have their runs, right? They they some it almost seems to me like they interject pink salmon for sockeye and back and forth. I but I'm not sure. Maybe they are two different species. Maybe one of our intelligent, good-looking audience members will call us and tell us. If well, that just pretty much narrowed it down to <laughs> zero <laughs> chance yeah. of getting any calls. Oh, now he's knocking on our audience. Oh, he's ripping the audience. Who? He did. Huh? Um, yeah. Who? I, called, I called our audience intelligent and good-looking, and he said, well, that takes it Don't down Don't worry. They're very smart and very, <laughs> very, very good-looking, too. Big man of the show. Yeah, front row Amy. She yeah. loves the show. Does she really? No, man. Oh, come on. Why I was just you, trying to get you excited. Maybe you, she does. I don't why know. Don't I don't know her. her. Why don't you ask her next time you're out at the stadium? I'm married. You think my wife would allow me to go out and talk to front row Amy? 
Well, why not? You can look at it's the not menu like I could sneak. as long as you, you don't, don't have an open anything. marriage, open relationship. No, it's not like I could hey. sneak around. She's sitting right in the front row of the hey. Brewers game. I thought game. you guys were swingers. Hey, hey. You, <laughs> yeah. you can you can look at the menu. You just can't order from it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's you know that You know, that's like some old married guy stupid line. Oh. Yeah, that's no, a that's classic true. one. Can, look look at the menu. If, oh, you, get, if yep. you get so old that your head doesn't turn at a good-looking woman or something, then there's a then then you're just too old. You guys ever get caught like you wanna, all the time? You want to oh, know? Yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. You want to know the person who notices <laughs> a good-looking woman in a room before you do? Your wife. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, you yeah. know what she? Uh, you know what's funny is that when we get a waitress, a couple times we've had a waitress that'll only focus on me, and she'll be like, "What do you want to drink?" And then she like won't ask my wife. Oh, oh boy, that's bad. Or anytime we have like a really good looking Ooh. waitress, I could tell that my wife does know it because she'll be like, eh, she was okay. We'll leave her like seven bucks. But if it's, well, it's 2018. How do I say this nice? Someone who's not, not, not plain Jane? Thank you. Um, she'll be like, oh, she was great. We, we got to tip her $35. And no. I'll be like, wait, that's only because she's he's not well, attractive. I'll, you know, when I'm picking my wife up from work and there's a, Good I look. believe it, buddy. And it's there's the a good-looking woman with a nice figure walking by the car, you know, with mm-hmm. her basket or whatever. Yeah. And my wife is just, and then she'll say, did you get a good look? <laughs> and I'll say, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because you're already caught. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. She was a nice-looking lady. Great what, shoes. big deal? Right. Yeah, 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 nice shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to remember that one. <laughs> nice shoes. Thank God. Yeah, no women we not any of us talk to are up at this hour, I don't think. Oh, they no, are, actually, we, no, we do have women sister listeners. Sister Mary Ellen in... Um, not Mary Ellen. I mean, uh, no, uh, well, that was Saturday Night Live, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, I'm really flashing back here. <laughs> oh, Who used to play? Yeah. Was that Gilda Radner? Used to play... Well, wasn't she on the same thing with... Uh, Father Guido Sarducci. Father Fido, Vito Guido, Sarducci. Guido, Guido Sarducci. I, I, I remember one time he was talking about UFOs, which is what he described UFOs. Yeah, UFOs. And they, he says they, he'd always be having a smoke because he's describing it. And he said it came in real low yeah. and close to the road and looked like a Corvette with lights. <laughs> and by the way, her, her name is Sister Marianne Edsel. Okay. Yeah, from Rome. And she, thanks. You know that, Ryan, that Sister Marianne listens to us. Every Does week she? in we Rome. Is she the one from Wild? Oh, Iowa? you know what? In she Rome. probably can't because you guys switched to that. Uh, oh, yeah. Sister. What's the Radio. app? Oh. Radio.com. I'm gonna well, ha- but here's the problem. Mm-hmm. If the only way they listen. Well, on the website, does the website now direct them if they just Google 105.7 oh, oh. Cutting Edge yeah. Outdoors? Does it? Yeah, they can. It, it's all over the place. And yeah. they can because still, if they, can they still go, go to the online, website. Yeah, they yeah. can still check us out at 1057fm.thefan.com. Right, right. But, but does it explain clearly how to listen online then? Well, see, that's the thing, is if people are trying to listen live, it's better, obviously, to use the app if you're not right. able to put it on the station, you yeah. know, 1250 a.m., yeah. uh, But does it tell how to go to the app then? But if they go to the website, they could actually still listen to the podcast on the website. Yeah. Like, on our website, while they can just click. While we're yeah. on? Live. Oh, no, while we're live, you want to use the radio.com app. Right. And that's but just does simple. But does it tell you go to radio.com if you want to listen to any other shows live i think My it does question. actually yeah yeah there's a bunch of plugs for it now all over yeah. the website okay. too. we just it's gotta let people know yeah see because I she's I, in italy she's in rome and can't yeah. get us right now see i don't she's think probably losing her mind no, i don't think she listens to us live i think she listens to the podcast i think because it's probably 2 a.m right now in rome uh what time is it now tom you know everything i'll tell you in a tom second tom knows all time zones seven, just like that it doesn't even uh, have to ask seven minus seven is what Zero. (laughs) Then it's midnight.
It's midnight. <laughs> it's roughly midnight. It's 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 o twelve hundred. Yeah. In uh, in Rome. Or is in, that o one hundred in Italy? Talk about military Zulu it's, time. It's what uh, time is it in Zulu? Well, it wouldn't be one. It would be zero. O hundred hours. Yeah, zero. O hundred. Yeah. Zulu. Oh. Okay. Do you have somebody there, Ryan? No. Another wrong just, number. Just no. Make people making comments to you, eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the emails, Tom? <laughs> like they're probably saying, "Who gives a crap about that stuff?" <laughs> are they saying that? <laughs> no, they were looking for the podcast actually. Oh, from, they are. Um, oh, they're actually listening. No, from the post game show last night. Oh, they're li- oh. not listening. I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, they're, they they actually they're You're really looking- yanking his chain over there. You know. I, he, he, you know, I he really got visibly excited when you said front row Amy listen loves our show. Yeah, and he had to let him. Then I know, he was I had to let I, him down I'd instantly crestfallen afterwards. I'd ask her to come in the studio. Oh yeah, like every time I'm gone, Ryan, they ask a girl to come in the studio. Yep. Hey, yeah, when I was, they can only just can't wait. Hey, when I was on that other station, you know who we had come in the studio, which was Johnny really Dad. useless. No, oh. Hooter girls. Two Hooter yeah. girls came into the studio, and it's like, and they weren't dressed in their costume. And I even asked them, "Hey, how come you're not dressed in your work clothes?" You know, <laughs> she says, "Cause we're not working, right. working, you creep." You know? Yeah, they're not. They're I not know. like creepy girls. Yeah, they don't leave the house. Like get the, the uh, Hooter yeah, put on their cape and, and my producer <laughs> the Hooter. My producer mobile down the road. Yeah, my producer lined that up. <laughs> hint, hint, Ryan. Who was your producer at the time? I can't mention his name. Oh, he's, why? Because he still works at that other station. Oh yeah. Oh, what? we don't care. Why did, come on, Jeff. Okay. I'll just say that, Jeff. Oh, yeah. And he lined there up some go. Hooters girls. That, oh, yeah. He that, would, yeah well, he's a better producer than I am already. He, he, he probably Hooter gets girls. the people's addresses right, too, doesn't he? <laughs> Ryan, kidding, that's we that, need that, you that. to start carrying oh, your weight around here. <laughs> we need some Hooters uh, girls yeah. or some... Oh, goodness. There's a place in Green Bay called Kilts or, or Skirt. There's some Irish place, I think, that's where the girls wear like these... What if I... Uh, little skirts. Yeah, Tilted Kilt. Tilted Kilt. Can well, you get would, some? Be Scottish, can you get some tilted right? kilt girls in for us, Ryan? Maybe be... I'll bring in the guys from the taco truck down the street from my you house. No guys they, from a taco they truck. They can, come in. Oh, they hey. can leave the truck with the tacos. Have them get the hell out <laughs> yeah, of here. As long as they bring tacos with them. Hey, we got to go to a break. Enough with this silliness. We'll get into uh, hunting or fishing stuff when we come back, won't we? I hope. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. We got the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. And we already have a con- contestant we because have he a dropped contestant. off. Yeah. Okay, we got a contestant for so don't so call. Don't me. call. <laughs> We're going to play that as soon as we come I'll back. Hang up on and you. then Ryan will give us the update on how we did I'm last sure week. Sure, Ryan will disconnect you again. Yeah, yes. all right. We'll be right purpose, back, though. folks. Stay tuned with more with Danny Bush, me, Tom Newbauer, and Ryan Horp. <laughs> It is now time for the NFL Football Picking Contest, sponsored to you now by Cubby's Mini Mites. Get them at your local bait shop if you want panfish. They're the bait to have. Anyway, Ryan, how did we yeah. all do last week? Well, I went 3-0 once again. <clears throat> Damn. Um, I'm not even – we'll get to the standings next week because I've only lost one Damn. game the whole season. What's the language over there? What? I was talking about the stuff Mike. that they put in the middle of a river. Mike. McGivern's over here sanitizing the table, and I can't breathe because of that Lysol now. Why don't you just get a flamethrower while you're at it and try and sanitize it, for God's sake? What, what do we got, some deadly disease in here? Did you see how messy it is over here? 
It's always messy. I, I Blame those big so show bad. guys. He's sitting way over there. Yep. And this is where I'm sitting in a half hour, and I'm cleaning it up. Yeah. And watch That's those guys on the big show. That's those guys, I think. Okay. <laughs> All right, boys. Have a good Bobby show. Mike's here, stick and we hunting. are going to keep stick, it clean. Stick with no hunting. more using the H word. S- stick with hey. hunting or a D word. A D word. Stick with hunting and fishing, boys. Have hunting a good one. Fishing. You okay. mean I can't talk about those structures on the rivers that hold back the water? Anyway, let's let's continue. Let's get to okay. the picks. At, I went three and zero. Oh, you guys all went two and one. Okay, that's not terrible. Including the caller. Okay. So a solid week for you so, guys. Uh, now we got a guy that. Um, we're going to ask him his name again. I'm not. They don't call me the best producer in the radio business for anything, but uh, my screen froze up, so we're going to have to get his name again. And we right. accidentally hung up on him last week, so he's our contestant. Who do we have? Who is it's this? Bri- it's Brian. You know, I, I, I don't mind an ex hanging up on me, but not my favorite radio <laughs> Hey, <laughs> All right. That's all right, a good one. Brian. Sorry, Brian. All right. Here we go, Brian. Brian, um, take it away. All right, boys. And so we got uh, three games again today because the Bears are on a bye week, and they still suck, in case anybody's wondering. Uh, Nebraska, Wisconsin, we'll kick off with uh, that one coming up tonight, 630. Wisconsin, 17.5-point favorites at home against Nebraska. Brian, who do you got? I'm going to take, really, because in the paper today I saw 22.5. Yeah, I'm going off scores and odds. We have our own. uh, We got our own system over here. We go kind of whatever he brings up there. We're we're going scores and odds. Seventeen and a half. I think I will take the Badgers then. Perfect. Yeah, I'll take the Badgers. Yeah, me too. I think we're all. Yeah, Nebraska's 0-4, and they stink. We're pretty unanimous about that. We're all on the Badgers here. All right, so Packers at Detroit. They're playing the Lions this week. The Lions actually opened up as one-point favorite. Scores and odds has this game as a pick-em right now. I've already locked it in with uh, my local bookie. Okay, wait a second. It's a pick-em game. You just pick who wins. I haven't been watching NFL football. Yeah. But the Lions, I heard, got shellacked their first game of the year and looked terrible, right? Yep. So how are they all of a sudden a one-point favorite over the Packers? Oh, they beat the Patriots, actually. Actually, they beat the Patriots. That's the only reason. I pi- I was the only one that here that picked it, and I took them on the money line in mm-hmm. real life. So they beat the oh. Patriots. They beat the Patriots. Yeah. The NFL is crazy this yeah. year. But, but, yeah, the Patriots linebackers right. are brutal. We'll okay, get- I'll take the Lions. Wow. Yeah. Really? Brian, who do you got? Uh, I think I'm going to take the Packers. I think the Packers oh. are going to run more than they pass, and yeah. I think that Detroit can't stop the run, and I think the Packers oh. will win a close game. Well, I said last week the Packers got to prove it to me. They proved it to me, so I'm going to take the Packers. Well, I heard Danica right. made a call to Mike and yeah. uh, told McCarthy that she's got to, you know, he's got to let her boy throw a few more passes down the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan, guys, I never even have to ask, uh, answer this question. I'm always going Packers every week. I okay. bet them every week, no matter what. All right, they and could be playing a team from Mars. You know the rule, though. Arms. If it's a one point pick 'em game, you always go with the home team, boys. Oh, I guarantee the yeah. Lions are going to win tomorrow. I just can't pick against. Them. No, they're not going to win. I don't know. They might. They will, I'll Tom. bet you a dollar. Packers. I bet you a dollar. You don't have a dollar. Maybe Tom. no Randall Cobb. Save your money. Maybe no Geronimo Allison. Possibly no Devontae I'll, Adams. I'll bet you a dollar. Packers still. Aaron Rodgers maybe throwing the ball to himself. Aaron Rodgers will still for, throw for 250 yards plus. He'd probably love that. I'll I'll go under. Well, we'll talk off the air. All right. <laughs> Vikings, Eagles. The Vikings in danger of losing once again. They're on the road in Philadelphia taking on the Eagles. The Eagles, three-point favorites. And I'm going to go with the Vikings plus three, unfortunately. I don't see them losing again. Eagles are looking rough right now. Brian, who do you got? I'm going to take the Vikings. I think this is their playoff game. If they lose this game, they could be in trouble. I take the Vikings. I think they're going to win outright. Cool. Um, are the Eagles having like that Super Bowl hangover thing? No. Carson Wentz uh, just returned from the ACL he injury. He looks good, but he looks good. 
Yeah, I, I told everybody they're going eight and eight, maybe nine and seven. They're coming back down to earth this year. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll go with the Vikings. Well, I'm still going to go with the Eagles because I don't want the Vikings to win, and I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles to beat them. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Hey, it's, do me a favor and stay on the line. We'll get all your information in case you're the uh, in case you what win or tie us. Well, right. He, he's he, he's going to win. Right. He's going to win a ten dollar gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. How do you like that, Brian? Hey, that sounds good. Hey. You, can, you can get a few beers for that. Well, you can use the 10 bucks towards their haystack onion rings. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, man. Big yeah, plate. Good stuff. Good grease. All right. Yeah, I'll get that out to you. You're going to be a winner. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, hang on the line, brother. Yeah. You guys have a great weekend. All right. Thanks. I'm sorry, right, Danny take hung care. up on you last hang week. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and on your way to Curly's Waterfront Pub, stop at Park Avenue Pizza and have yeah. a pizza or yeah. get their roasted chicken. I had their roasted chicken again this week from Park Avenue. Roasted chicken is awesome. That's really good roasted stuff. Roasted and, uh, yeah, and uh, I love the uh, onion rings at the uh, waterfront. Great places out there. You know, some places say they have roasted chicken, but they don't really do it the roasted method. Because when you get roasted chicken, it's super tender. Oh, and, there's, yeah. and there's a special method in order to – as a matter of fact, I think there were a few restaurants ripped for that because they were calling it broasted, but it really wasn't. So – but they got the real stuff there at Park Avenue. They got so. really good, really good chicken there. Oh, man. Hey, so, Danny, you know, last week we were talking about sucker fishing and for muskies and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, the guy wrote in uh, earlier, Adam did, saying that uh, he likes using balloons because they track like a planer board. I don't know how that's possible. But, well, they know. blow. No. The wind blows the balloon. Oh, so. Think if, about it. But if the wind is. Simple physics, Tom. Depending on which way the wind is coming from. Right. Though, yeah. Now, here's the only problem I have with that. that? I kind of like using the European slip float because it does track straight. Yeah. Because I can work it right down a weed line right, or something. Right, If all of a sudden it's blowing into yeah. the weeds. Right. Now, the European is the tall cylindrical one. Looks like yeah, a big the cigar. Thill, the thill type. Looks like, like yeah, the, as a matter of fact, I got to pick. I've been using those for years. Yeah, I got to pick one of those up at Smokies. And for the slip, I know you guys laughed at me years ago when we had those YouTube tips and I... I, I I got I got confused showing my own tip. You to tie <laughs> that was funny. you can tie a uni knot yeah, yeah. onto your main line using Dacron. Right. And yeah. the only reason I did it one time I was out and realized I was out of slip those little yeah, knots and yeah. the little tubes that you buy. Right. And I just improvised it works even better than the knots yeah. that you buy. But yeah, you can uh, you can make a loop, run the line alongside the main line and wrap around the main line and through the loop on a uni knot. And do five or six, and then cinch it tight, mm -hmm. and cut it off, and then you got a perfect slip knot that you can slide up and down. Then, of course, you got the bead, and then you got the slip yeah. float, you, and you can adjust any depth. You know what I did? I did something really. I, I do stupid things every now and then. I think everybody does once in a while, but I, I mean, I did something really dumb a couple of weeks ago before we were going fishing. I was getting up, getting my gear ready the night before, and I had to rig up a slip bobber. So I rigged up the slip bobber, and then for some reason I thought, oh, no, I got it backwards. So I cut everything, took it off, and then I realized, no, I had it right the first time. <laughs> I had to redo it all over again. It's like sometimes, you well, know. it's all those concussions you had yeah, back right. in high school. Yeah, I, right, I keep talking right. about. There we go. Ryan back I, this half. But anyway. Has I, anybody got an asthma inhaler? I'm oh. still gasping for breath from Mike. <laughs> McGivern spraying that Lysol all over the gosh darn table here. 
got a headache. And it's good stuff, though. Breathing in chemicals that are going to kill me. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? We're all going to die anyway, right? Yeah, what are you going to do? Except me. Well, that happens. I was listening to Coast to Coast again last night, and they were talking about to the lady who talks to the ghosts. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's always good. So Wait, like she what, talks to the ghost? Yeah, you go like people hire her to go to like the funeral, right? And then she'll be at the funeral home mm-hmm. and then like as the person's laying in the casket, right? She'll be standing off to the side and the actual ghost of the person in the casket will be talking to her. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, it's Yeah, I, like and and people believe that, right? Well, and people believe it. They do, yeah, they and then then they learn if you want to get rid of like the bad ghosts, she's got some stuff you can buy from her that you kind of well, hang of in a place and hey, it gets she, that she, she bad a, spirit out of the house. But one guy called money. in, and he has a gong method where he hits uh, the top of his frying pan and it goes gong, and then he he does different pitches to get the different ghosts out. He says they hate that. Oh, oh he hits geez. the gong. They, I thought they, he said something else. <laughs> <laughs> if he's calling into coast and coast. Oh, oh the bong, you mean? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> might not get the rid of the ghosts, but yeah. after a while, you won't care if they're there well, <laughs> or I'll, not. I'll tell you, at uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, they might not have any ghosts, but they do have all the different sucker rigs, you know, whether it be wire or fluorocarbon or single doubles i whatever you need they got it i don't think i would use fluorocarbon for a sucker rig i never yet. would either because but guys I, do i mean i for casting yeah uh that they they make them pretty heavy and yeah. and stiff and if you get a little nick you can just replace it yeah uh but sucker rig if they got that wire in their mouth and you're given the oh. mightiest hook set of your life, if they got, you mean the fluorocarbon yeah, in their mouth? Yeah, it's gonna I'd cut. Be, I'd be a little bit, uh, a little I bit. Yeah, I wouldn't you, use it. I'll tell you how I lost a big, uh, a big muskie years ago during a tournament. Um, what I used to do is before I tied on the sucker rig, I would put like a uh, a slip sinker, either a, a sliding egg sinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the on the main line, right. and then I tie it to the sucker rig, and uh, and it would be just above the knot where you're tied onto the wire sucker rig, and it would just kind of rub on the line. Now, it it did start to wear the line a little bit, where periodically I'd retie where that. Yeah, okay. But I put on a uh, you know the little you're a bass guy. I put on one of those little cone. The bullet slip sinker. I put a bullet, yeah, yeah. like you'd use bass fishing, right, like right. at the head of your plastic worm. Right, right. And it had a real narrow hole. And I yeah. put that little purple bullet on there. And I went to, it was during a tournament, and I, I went to give a hook set. And the rod just doubled and psh, cut mm-hmm. just like that. And I couldn't figure why that line cut until I looked at another one of those little bullet slip sinkers. And you know there, it's a real narrow hair, uh, hole in there, and it right. can be kind of sharp if you look carefully inside yeah. there. And that's what cut the line. Mm-hmm. That was another learn yep. the hard way. You know, I'll tell you. Years ago, do you remember when uh, Strend Line Company came out with Prime? Yes. Remember that Prime? Well, that stuff was the worst stuff ever. It, is that supposed to be like it a was, um, there was, super thin, uh, no, 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 low it, memory? Or? No, it had a piece of like toothbrush material in the middle with the monofilament around it. It was uh, two types. Kind of a hybrid line? And after I lost, the, after I broke off the second muskie on it, I said, ah, oh, this stuff, is, it was terrible. 
It was. It didn't last long. When we come back, let's talk some more line. All right, we'll do that. Yeah, because we got to go to a break. Um, I got a horror story of my own. Oh no, yeah. on line. Yeah, we can talk about how line absorbs water. What about the new braids and all that stuff? There's a lot of the fluorocarbon stuff. They're coming out with really new good. stuff every yeah, year. all the time. So we'll get into that. If you want to join us, 799-1250 is the phone number if you got any questions or comments. So stay tuned for more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Supply cutting edge outdoors. And... I, and we should give a prize to see if anybody knows who the band was who did this song. <laughs> anyway, we have right now our Boulder Junction connection on the line, Dennis Royce. Good morning, Dennis. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's what what's the water like up there? I'm besides being wet. I mean, what's the water temperature? It's I I got this all information packed down here for you. It's about 53, 54 degrees. It's it's good temperature. Walleyes are starting to go. Uh, it's tough right now. You get one or two fish, but boy, you got to work for them. But the water temperature is starting to drop. Are you in we, the middle of turnover right now? Yeah, I was. Tom, I'm going to say that we're just starting turnover. Maybe a few of the swallow lakes might start turning, but uh, the bigger lakes still are, are warmer water temperatures. They're up around 56 degrees. So okay. It's going to be a little bit yet, but we okay. had we had snow on the ground the other day, so it's going to start. Uh, really. Yeah, we are ground was white snow. What happened to the summer? <laughs> I don't know. The summer we had this cold front went through Monday or Sunday or Monday night, and uh, man, oh man, it was really a change. And we had I woke up in the morning and seeing white ground. I said, "Oh, nuts! Not already." So, oh man, that's but, a uh, shame. It's nice right now. We got full peak color right now. Uh, if people want to come up, this is I would say this weekend's probably peak up here. So take on a ride up north you're going to see some good color just about all the way up and and uh water temperatures are good and they're going to get better musky action has been real good lately and people want to come up for musky fishing uh i would say you should start planning a weekend so it's, yeah it's, you've got good temperatures coming up so. got a lot of deer movement up there on the roads yes there's a lot of a lot of deer moving around right now and in fact i stopped the other day i was out checking some jobs and and a big black bear was out in the middle of the road, and I had a chance to get the phone out and get a picture of it. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and you, that's very. That usually they take off pretty quick, and then he was confused or she. I don't know if it was a he or a she, but yeah. uh, it was a probably a two-year-old bear, but it was a good-sized black bear. So it's fun to see that once in a while. And of course, the eagles are starting to mate, and they're moving around, and there's a lot of activities right now. It sure sounds sure sounds like it. Yeah. And uh, in the restaurant you're at, you're having breakfast right now? We're I'm having breakfast, quick cup of coffee, and I'm in a, a Lions walleye tournament this weekend, and we're going to go and see if we can catch some, some walleyes. And it's a catch-and-release tournament and see if we can uh, do some good on the tournament. So we're yeah. going to try that this morning. It's not real windy. It's, it's cool but not windy, and it looks like it's going to be a nice day out there. All right. Well, yeah, Boulder Junction is a great area. Got a lot of lakes, a lot of a lot of stuff going on up there right now. We got 200 lakes within a 10-mile radius of this town, so there's lots of water. Right. All right. Well, Dennis, thanks for that update. We appreciate it. Yep. 
Talk to you guys later. Have a nice weekend. Okay. Yep. Take care, you Dennis. Too. That was Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection. Uh, now, Danny, you wanted to bring up something in this segment. I did? Yeah, you but then we had Dennis on the line, so you forgot already, right? I've had too many concussions in my day you that I forget stuff. Yeah, hey, you know, speaking of speaking about? of concussion, they make oh. a big deal about concussions nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I took Loie in with her broken foot, right? Yeah. Um, some guy came in with like his looked like his grandson. Kid looked like he was maybe eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Kid looked fine. He, he And Grandpa tells the nurse, well, you know, he uh, hit his head, you know, six hours ago, whatever. But now he says his vision's getting a little blurry. So, well, of course, they go in, get checked out, mm-hmm. and then they leave. There's really nothing they can do for it anyway. No. You know, just, no. you know, keep an eye on him tonight. Yeah. You yeah. know, I remember my first concussion. I was sledding in the neighbor's yard, and I got hit in the head really hard with some big wooden thing. And then I went back home, and uh, mom's putting a cold, you know, rag on my with ice and a washcloth on mm-hmm. my knot on my head. Mm-hmm. Then I started throwing up. Oh yeah. Then I started seeing blurry and stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't rush you off to the hospital no. for an EKG or whatever. They just no. laid you down in bed and said, okay, well, Take you got, easy, you got well. a concussion, mm-hmm. and then you woke up in the morning, you were okay. I, I mm-hmm. had one in college, though, that uh, I was watching a softball game, talking to a, a pretty girl, so my head was turned, and the first baseman missed the throw, Oh and no. I got hit right in the temple, oh. full speed, oh. by by a a, a a softball. Which now I know I'm I, I'm a hard head to knock out, and my head was down by my knees. It knocked me, and when I stood up, a buddy of mine said, "Your eyes were literally just going back and forth." <laughs> and when I got back to the dorm, yeah. I, I was sick for a whole day. I was yeah. violently yeah. throwing up yeah. and couldn't make it from my bed to the bed. I couldn't oh, do wow. anything. I remember That's one bad. of my college buddies felt sorry for me. He'd try and bring food, and I couldn't even. Oh. I had a bad, bad oh, one then. Bad. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, they they rush you off to the emergency room and. Nothing they can I'll do. I'll probably have more Alzheimer's than I'll even want to deal with yeah. in 20 years. Speaking of a baseball, we used to play hardball, you know, on in the at the parks. And I was playing, I think it was shortstop, third base, something like that. Anyway, and, one, you know, they don't keep those parks baseball diamonds in great condition. And sometimes there's a lot of stones in there. Right. And I went down to get a, 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 a grounder. It was a hot grounder coming to me. I go down, you know. And it hit one of these rocks, jumped up, hit me right in between the nose and the eye, you know, had a had a black. <laughs> I mean, it just smacked me. And ever since then, whenever I'd go down for a grounder, I turned my head, turned my body a little bit. <laughs> turned my head. I didn't want to take a chance again. I was a terrible infielder after that. <laughs> terrible. Got a got a little psychologically scarred oh, from that. You better believe it. Trauma, hey, childhood that, trauma, hey, Tom. Let it happen once and uh, you don't want it, it to happen again. Explains why you're so messed up all that yeah, trauma yeah, in your trauma. life. Trauma. No, it's not trauma, it's drama. drama. I'm married so you're it's a drama. drama. Yeah, it's you're drama. You're in trouble drama. today. She don't listen to the show. Yeah, my wife either. She ain't yeah, even awake. Yeah, they, they don't listen. It's crazy. To this I get stuff. home from Friday night from work in Brewers Post and with Mike and uh my wife and kid are both asleep. I get home, 
from the show today, and they're both still asleep. So mm-hmm. they sleep from the time when I'm at work last night to the time when I get home today. See, they're really yeah. thrilled and in invested in your career there, mm-hmm. Ryan. That's, That's right. good to have that yeah. support there. So, okay, we got to go to a break. 799-1250. One more segment coming up. If you want to get in touch with us, got a questions, comments, want to brag about a fish or an animal you got, 799-1250. We'll be right back, Danny. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. We are in the final segment yeah. of our show. I just remembered something, Danny. Uh, what you were going to tell me last week? No, something that I was going to mention earlier. You know, we were talking. You were talking about the trout and your brother using worms and whatever. Now, there, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I'm not going to mention who, but I, you know, and they kind of like were misconstrued on some of the worm stuff. Red worms. Uh, those are the real little ones that come in right. those green and brown boxes. Those do not need to be refrigerated. You don't have to worry about those. No okay. refrigeration for those. Okay. Night crawlers need to be refrigerated and leaf worms. Now, there are some places that sell what's called trout worms, okay? Okay. Trout worms are leaf worms. They're just a different name. Now, some people think that a leaf worm is a small night crawler. No. A, a small night crawler is just that, a small night crawler. You know, when you get the flats of 500 yeah. night crawlers, some of them are nice, big size, some of them are smaller. You know, they're different sizes, you know. But a leaf worm, I, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, a leaf worm is different than a small night crawler. And, and some places call them trout worms, you know. But they're not the same as a night crawler. Different. Yeah, they're different. So you got... Uh. The tree and, well, and those and those have to be refrigerated. Night crawlers, leaf worms, uh, those would have worms. been some good hornswoggles there. Yeah, uh, well, we, use some we can that. always use them in the future. Well, you you know, know, but people, everybody in the world is listening right now. Well, and they, and they somebody might miss it. They might be getting out of their car, going into the house, going into work. You know, whatever they might miss it. Which reminds me, I have to stop at the print shop to get our new business cards. Yeah, I gotta stop good, there. Good plan, Ryan. Can you try yeah. one of the technicians at Smokey's Musky Shop? Yeah, yeah. Bar and Casino again. Smokey's yeah. Musky Bait and Perhaps one shop. of the trained technicians can tell us how the fishing's going and maybe enlighten us on what anglers can expect in the Three Charlies John Lehman yeah. Memorial Tournament. Yeah. You know, when I was out there Thursday, I was surprised. It was so windy. There were white caps. The wind was coming out of the west. I mean, just blowing. So in. you set a boat. Capsized, Capsized out there. Capsized out there, yeah. Yeah, somebody had a little 14-footer out there, and they, they if, if you get those waves coming in the back end of those small boats, they'll come right over that transom, and all you need is two good waves to get enough water in there to, to take it down a little bit, you know, and then the waves just come in, and that it's all she wrote. And it flipped it over, yeah. The well, when I used to in fish in a small little boat like that, I, I was in stuff like that, yeah, oh yeah. and I knew enough to keep... The bow going into the, into waves. the waves, yeah, <laughs> exactly, and be very carefully yeah. maneuver your boat so you don't get caught in a compromising position. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's it, it can be tough, but the two guys, uh, luckily, there was another boat out there. They saw them. They got them in their boat. They towed their boat over to the sports dock because they were closer to there than the Smokies, so they were okay. Yeah. So, so you dis- got one guy. Who do you got on the line? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't Let's know. Find out. Let's find out. This is Rick. Oh, hey, hey Rick. Rick. What's How up, are buddy? You? 
Good. How are you guys doing? Good. How's uh, you got a lot of anglers out there today? Uh, packed. Is that uh, right? Haven't haven't sat down yet today. We have our our weekly um, tournament. Yeah. For for our. I told you not to call me. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, no problem, Rick. Night lug, lug, uh, oh, the, ele- the electric yeah, company no. or Lunkers? Lunkers? Uh, no, this is our... Muskies, Inc. Inc. No, this is our little club that we do every Wednesday. Oh, right? okay. Oh, it's the Muskie League, your little... The Muskie League Yeah, the, is little, out. the little thing that you get uh, yeah. going. And this, does Tom... This is, this is the final for the... For, the year for that. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that's nice. You got a bunch of the local guys out yeah. fishing. How has oh. the fishing been? Uh, actually, it's been quite well. Uh, bit bucktails, topwaters, everything's working real well. Even as warm as the water is, which is right. in the mid sixties, um, suckers are working. Yep. Did uh, any, it's a hey, lot better than you would think. Which hey, it surprised me. Okay. Hey, right. hey, Rick, did anybody buy that really big sucker that's in the tank? You know, I hate to say this, but uh, I have a picture of him with a 52-incher, in a, it, and he caught that 18-inch sucker. <laughs> Wait a minute. The guy caught a 52-inch muskie on it? Yep. Well, yep. there wow. you go. Right, I, right now, it's, I, it was on kind of by Brucey's neighborhood down at that end of the lake. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Whoa, big one was caught on those wow. big suckers. Wow. Yep, it Almost was. does work. It, All right. Was, well, I have a nice picture, too. So. Well, thanks for talking to us, Rick, and we're going to have to check out that photo, okay? I, I, I will do that for you guys. All right. Thanks, Take care, Rick. Rick. All right. See ya. That was Rick over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tap. Hey, yeah, big. they had a – I think that sucker was bigger than 18 inches. Might have been bigger. But because they had a real big one in there. I've used them as big as 17 inches. Um Biggest, my 50-plus incher out there years ago was, I was using about a 13 or 14-inch sucker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like the 13, 14 is yeah. still enough to catch you. Oh, God, yes. But uh, it is amazing. Enough. I once caught a 42-inch back in the old swallow hook, swallow days. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, my, my dad and I up on Lake Butte's Air actually had a 42-incher eat and swallow a 17-inch sucker. <laughs> That's unreal. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. that was in the old days when we didn't know no better, and we oh. used those single hooks, and everybody yeah. thought you could just cut the line and it would dissolve. Yeah, but, and, and um, some might have. Tail, some was, might sticking not out, have. tail yeah. was sticking out of its throat. They're like a snake, man. They can just they really take a big stuff. bait. I think they say yeah. pike and muskies, don't they say a third their size? Yeah, they can take uh, like a third of their size. Something but it's like got to be, be one of the long fish. It can't be like a, a real big crappie or bluegill, you know, something that's round. They need the elongated yes, type. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, Danny, I've had fun this morning. Yes, I have as well. I'll be back next uh, next weekend. I'll be back with yep. you here. Yep, and, uh, well, I'll be here. But, I, I you know, I've, we got more to talk about, but we got to save it for next week, all right? Right. All right. I'm with you. Okay. That's all I got. Me too. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Get out there. Do something nice for someone today. We'll talk to you all next week. All right, guys. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 